It is written, men ought always to pray. There is a relationship between prayer and power. Join us every night for Midnight Prayers with Bishop Joshua Simeon. Welcome to Shalom FM, your number one Christian radio station. This is your favorite transformational speaker, say Brian Robert Koga. And that was Travis Green, our song, Made Away. I just want to welcome you from wherever you're joining us. Uh, send us a WhatsApp, plus 27810269868. Let us know where you're listening from. Just say hashtag, this is whoever you are. I'm listening from where, whatever country you're in. I'm listening to the Motivational Drive. And if you want to do a shout out to your family and friends, feel free to use that same WhatsApp number, plus 278. 81026-9868. Now, I believe that we all have something special within each one of us, and it is my duty as a transformational speaker to speak into your life, to speak to you, to help you metamorphose so that you turn from being a caterpillar to become a beautiful butterfly and to fly into the world. The world is looking for something that you have. You just need to dig deep into yourself and to find that thing and to ask God, Lord, reveal to me why you created to me and help me fulfill my purpose on earth. Now, today I've got a very powerful talk show that I have in mind, a powerful show that I hope that today it will make a big impact in your life. And I'm going to read from, let our anchor verse be Proverbs 22 verse 29. I'll read it in your hearing. It says in the King James Version, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. 
I will repeat it for you. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. Again, in the amplified version of the Bible, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. I like that. I love that. Do you see a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. Now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all about people who have accomplished great things in the world. I think of, I'm a big fan of basketball, so I think of the likes of Michael Jordan. I think of the likes of Brian Colby. I think of the Ronaldos, the Messi's on the soccer pitch. I think of the people like the Nelson Mandela who shook the world. I think of people like Martin Luther. I think of the Bill Gates who thought of Microsoft. I think of the Steve Jobs who brought about Apple. I think about so many people. I think about those who saw the dream that men could actually land on the moon and flew to the moon and back. I think about such people. But now when I look at those people, the thing that really brings me to attention is those people, we call them gifted, we call them talented, we call them intelligent, such that we end up not even putting an effort on ourselves because, but those people have the same blood, they breathe the same oxygen, the same carbon dioxide that everybody else breathes. So what makes those people special? What makes those people special? You see, before you get into the final of the World Cup, these people have taken years and hours in training for them to get to where they are. So therefore, Proverbs talk about diligent. It says, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. When we look at those people, we clap hands for them. We applaud them, but they did not get to where they are by just they. They were not born with that silver spoon in their hand or mouth. They had to work. They put in the effort in making use of the gift that God had given them. This is where we are. This is what we're talking about today. Now, <laughs> there's a story of um, an old preacher. He was uh, coming to the end of his, uh, his preaching years and was about to retire. So the preacher bought an old farm and the farm was badly taken care of. There were weeds everywhere. There were trees. The house, the farmhouse was so badly bent and, you know, on the ground. And he began to work day by day, making use of whatever little resources he had to really bring about, to make the farm beautiful. And after a few years, the farm was so beautiful. And the neighbor came to him and he looked at the flowers. He looked at the orchard, so many trees in there, mangoes, apples. You can imagine the fruits that were there. And the, and the grass on the lawn was so green and perfect. Everything was, was done so beautifully. And the neighbor came to him and said, Old farmer, you have really, you and God have done so much work on this farm. It is beautiful. And the old preacher looked at the neighbor and said, Neighbor, you should have seen what this farm was like when God had it to himself. <laughs> it's, it's, I just want you to think about it. You should have seen this person before 
he realized what God had placed in him and began to work. God never gives you a finished product. God gives you what you need in order to work with it so that you can get what you want. Listen, listen. Last week we talked we spoke about making use of our gift and we say that if you do not take the time to work on your craft, to work on your talent, your gift, to work on the little knowledge, the little experience, to work on your family, your ministry, your business, it will never be what God had wanted it from be before when he set that dream or that idea into you. You have to actually put the work in your, into yourself. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. Do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. It takes a lot to become skillful. It takes a lot to become experienced. It's about how much time you put in, how much effort you put in. The difference the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is just the word extra. If you're willing to put the extra mile to just put in a little extra effort, a little extra focus, a little extra planning and dreaming and doing everything that's necessary, then you move out from being average, from being ordinary. Now, I want to, I always believe that case studies really make an impact in whatever discussion, whatever we, we're speaking about. Martin Luther, Martin Luther said something that is so profound. He said, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep the streets so well that heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job so well. If a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep the streets so well that heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job so well. If you are called to whatever area you are in, you have to do it so well to the point that heaven and earth will pause and say, surely this this person is good at what he does. This person is excellent in his work. Listen, if you are not faithful in little, how can you be faithful in much? You, you reap really what you sow. So if you sow laziness, if you just don't put the extra effort that is necessary to bring about what you need, then you get dismal results. Our choices really determine the life that we have. The past is the past. The present is what you have. And what you're doing today will determine the future that you want to have. And if you want to have a great future, be diligent in your work and in your business. Now, I want to, I said I want to, I want, I, I'm, I'm getting over myself. Let me relax a bit. Let's get into our case study for the day. I want to talk about David. David, David. When you hear the name David, you immediately think the day when David slang his sling and hit well, that stone, one stone, hit the giant Goliath and Goliath fell down and David ran to the enemy's camp and took the, uh, the sword of Goliath and cut off his head. That's what you think of. That was the final. But I want to talk about the preparation stage that David did for him to get to that point because 
it's easy for us to applaud someone who has accomplished great things but we don't actually go down to see how did he get to where he is listen i always say it success leaves footstep and if you want to be successful as well all you need to do is to just follow the footstep it's as simple as that if you don't want to be a failure look at what failures are doing and refuse to do the same thing and do something different and you become successful the reason why many people are miserable in this world is we are born and created unique but we're trying to copy someone else when we as ourselves are special to the point that we die as miserable copies you are unique God made you special let no one despise who you are let no one despise you you are a masterpiece but you need to put in the work to recreate your life to make your life whatever it was it doesn't matter how you started off it doesn't matter what family you come from god is not worried about that now our case study comes from first samuel chapter 16 i'll read from verse 14 to 23 if a man be diligent in his work if a man become excellent and skillful and experienced in what he does he shall stand in honor of kings i want you to remember proverbs that verse in proverbs 22 verse 29 now first samuel chapter 16 from verse 14 it says the spirit of the lord had left saw and an evil spirit from the lord was terrifying him It's an evil spirit from God that's frightening you. Saul's officials told him, "Your majesty, let us go and look for someone who is good at playing the harp. He can play for you whenever the evil spirit from God bothers you and you feel better." Listen, the issue that Saul was having was he was not able to sleep. He had the guilty conscience of having disobeyed God. For obedience is better than sacrifice. He was told given instructions and he failed to obey him. So because of that reason, the spirit of the Lord left him and he was miserable. So the people around him saw the misery of the king and decided and said, "If we get someone who's good at playing music for him, then if whenever he's feeling miserable and unhappy, if that person plays music, then the king can relax." Listen, people are miserable in this world. They are crying for what you have. The world is waiting to see the manifestations of the sons of God. Let your light shine so that men can glorify God. There is something within you that needs that yearns to come out. The burden of the gift is the gift wants to come out. Yet we are afraid to unleash the greatness that God has given us. Yet we it's not in our own or our power, but not by might or by power by the, the spirit of God. When you begin to move in your calling, in your gift, in your talents, in your wisdom, in your family, in your ministry, in your business, God will give you the grace to go as far as you have decided. They wanted someone who was good at playing the harp. They didn't just want anyone who can play the harp. There are people who can sing, but they wanted the best. There are people who can do certain things, but the world is looking for the best. So you need to move from being good to being better, from being better to being the best, from being the best to become excellent, such that wherever you go, because you're excellent, the world will look for you. The world will look for you. If you become excellent at what you do the world will look for you. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, 
If you do what you do so well and you move to the forest or the mountain, the world will still make a path to come to you. Quality doesn't make so much noise. It simply does what it does. It simply is the best and people are looking for the best. So they wanted someone who was good at playing the harp. Verse 17, the king says, All right, find me someone who is good at playing the harp and bring him here. Verse 18, I love verse 18. A man named Jesse, who lives in Bethlehem, has a son who can play the harp. One official said, he's a brave warrior. He's good looking. He can speak well and the Lord is with him. He is a brave, he can, the son of Jesse can play the harp. He's a brave warrior. He's good looking. He can speak well. And the Lord is with him. Listen, we know that David was a man after God's own heart, but that's what they put at the last. They say David could play the harp well. He was a warrior. He was good-looking, handsome. And the Lord, he could speak well. And the Lord was with him. Verse 19, Saul sent a message to Jesse. Tell your son David to leave your ship and to come here to me. Verse 20. Jesse loaded a donkey with bread and a goatskin full of wine. Then he told David to take the donkey and a young goat to King Saul. David went to Saul and started working for him. Saul liked him so much that he put David in charge of carrying his weapons. Not long after this, Saul sent another message to Jesse. I really like David. Please let him stay with me. Whenever the spirit, the evil spirit from God bothered Saul, David would play his harp. Saul would relax and feel better, and the evil spirit would go away from him. I said, remember our anchor verse for the day. If a man be diligent in his business, if a man be skillful, experienced, and excellent in his work, he shall stand in honor before kings. Now, when we talk of David, David was born out of wedlock. He wasn't the loved child. He was neglected. For remember that when, when the prophet Samuel came to anoint the sons of Jesse, they even forget, forgot about David. And so, and Samuel said, is there any other of, among your son who is available? Then someone said, oh, yes. David is busy somewhere in the forest with the sheep. David was soon forgotten and lost. He was left to his own when others were, were given a place of honor. David was just forgotten somewhere. I don't care who you are and if people have forgotten you and neglected you or people have disappointed you, but I'm saying that God has put something when you knew that must arise. You must arise for your light has shone, has come. That's Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise for your light is shine. You need to move out of your slumber and to realize that God has given and put something in you that the world needs. So David was in the forest, busy with the sheep. But David, as he was in the forest, he began to learn how to play the harp. I don't know where he got the musical instrument, but he began to work on it to practice. He was working on his craft. In the forest, he was playing the harp to the trees and the birds. No one was applauding him. No one was clapping hands for me. He was simply doing what he loved, what he, and he became better and better at it. The reason why many of us are not 
getting what we're supposed to be getting is we're not working on our craft. We are not sharpening what God has given us such that we are trying to cut down trees with a blunt knife. We need to sharpen our eggs. You need to sharpen your mind. Be renewed and transformed by the word of God. You need to move away from being negative. You need to move away from waiting for the world to give you and to begin to make moves to get what you want. Listen. One of the greatest, one of my favorite quotes is the people who make it in this world are not the people who wait for the circumstances. They look for the circumstances that they want to create what they want. And if they can't find the circumstances, they don't give up, but they make the circumstances. You need to make the circumstances that you need to make your dream a reality. Listen, it's not about, you don't say that I don't have the resources. It's simply about not being resourceful enough. There are people who are willing to sponsor you as long as they see that within you there is a dream, a vision, and you do whatever it takes, they will help you. But the reason is people will not invest in average. You have to decide to be the best. This is your favorite transformational speaker, say Brian Robert Koga at Shalom FM. Kindly send us a WhatsApp. The WhatsApp number is plus 27810269868. As we take a quick break, join us again for the second phase of a diligent man. Positive ingredients, freshly brewed by Shalom FM Cape Town. We give God all the credit. Stay blessed and stay tuned. Check your speakers. This ain't a self-help song or another makeover song, but how it made me over. <laughs> you dig? I like me. Yo, you like me? Cause I like me. Do you like me? See, I like me. Cause he likes me. God likes me. Yo, you all like me? I like me. Yo, you like me? Cause I like me. Do you like me? See, I like me. Cause he likes me. God likes me. Yo, yo, short, big nose, big lip. Kinda starts to stutter, butter, but I never trip. Got my daddy swag and I walk with a limp. Got a hot wife, no need to be a pimp. Never been cute, never been fly. Since I've been changed, got that twinkle in my eye. Got my grill fixed, now smile when I speak. Tell me who that is. Yo, it's that Jesus freak. Yo, you like me? Cause I like me. Do you like me? See, I like me. Cause he likes me. God loves me. Yo, you all like me? I like me. Yo, you like Sir. me? Sir. Cause I like me. Juice in the booth. Like See, I like me. Why? Wow. Cause he likes me. <laughs> That's the piece right there. Hey. I've been waiting a long like time me. for this I one. just smile. I'm so content, and I ain't even got yellow stones on my wrist. I hear the world say I'm supposed to be rich, but I don't buy that, man. I don't go with the trends. Uh -huh. I go the whole mile, lose or win. I hope that's the impression that the CDs give. Uh -huh. I'm more concerned about how they see me live. They're trying to get a house on them TV cribs. Hey, son. I like me. Oh. Yo, you like me, cause I like me. Uh, Do sir. you like me? That's the problem, like baby. Cause he likes yes, sir. me. God likes me. That boy feel good right there, baby. Yo, you like me, cause I like me, do you like me, uh -huh. see I like me, cause he likes me, uh -huh. God likes me, no you don't like me, catch his feet baby. Welcome back to Shalom FM. This is Say Brian, your number one transformational speaker. 
And I really want to show my appreciation for you taking the time to listen to us today. Please kindly visit our website, www.shalomfm.org. We've got so many programs lined up for you to help you be all that you can. Now, today we are in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 22, verse 29. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. That has been our anchor verse for today. And in the Amplified Version, it says, Do you see a man's skill and experience in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. And we are talking about the young man called David. Not when he killed Goliath, but the steps that he took. I always say that success always leaves footsteps. And if we follow the footsteps of the successful, we will in our own attain our own success. Bishop Joshua N. Simeon has a quote that I really love. It says, many are searching after the glory of men, yet if they if they only looked into his story to find out how he attained that glory and to uh, and to allow themselves or to apply the same principles they will also attain their own glory you will attain your own glory you have to understand the successful that we see now that we envy they did certain things right and for us to make it in this world we also have to do to take the necessary steps and one of the steps that i'm really looking at to Today is the issue of diligence. Diligence is putting the extra mile. Diligence is really doing the work more than everybody else. Diligence is what will make you shine while others are going dark. You have to be diligent in your business. Martin Luther King said, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep the streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote music or wrote poetry. He should sweep the streets so well that heaven and earth will pause to say he lived a great sweet street sweeper who did his job so well. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, I'll paraphrase the quote, if you do what you do so well, and even if you move to the deepest of the forest, the world will make a path to come to you because they see how excellent the world is looking for quality. The world is tired of average. You need to move yourself from being good to being better, from being better to be the best, from being the best to become excellent. And when you become excellent, when you become valuable in whatever sphere of influence you are the world will be able to pay so much for you now we're on the story of david so we read from the book of our first samuel chapter 16 from verse 14 to 23 Saul was having problem the king was having problems in his castle he was having problem he could not sleep and the people around him said King, we need to find someone who is a good musician so that when you can't sleep, when your mind is unrestful, then you can play a nice song and then you can probably relax and be able to sleep. So the king said, find me a man who is good at playing the harp, who is good at what he does. If you become good at what you do, the world will make room for you. Listen, your gift will open doors for you. You need to work on your gift, your calling. You need to work on what God has given you. You need to sharpen what God has given you. You need to perfect it to the point that the world will look for you. What are you known for? You have to ask yourself, what do people know you for? 
Stop trying to be someone else. God made you unique for you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God created you and invested something in you that yearns to come out. Something in you that if you look at it, it's supposed to, when you work on it, when you become good at it, it's going to shine so that it will attract even the world to you. It will attract a place of honor for you in this world. So they said one of the person, one of the the staff, one of the workers of the king said, King, the son of Jesse, by the name David, he's a young man, but he can play the harp so well. He's brave. He's a brave warrior. He's wise and prudent. He's good looking. He's handsome. And he speaks so well. And the Lord is with him. Now I say that, remember David, the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. But that wasn't put on the front of his CV. It was the last thing that they said. It's not enough to simply love the Lord and hope that God will make things work out for you. God loves you, yes, and you accepted God and you are a child of God. But Paul says, work out your own salvation. You need to prove yourself a workmanship and truly you need to respond to the higher calling that gave you. Paul says, I forget those things that are behind. I press on toward the mark of the high calling. God called you to become excellent. God called you to move out of darkness into his marvelous light, but did not call you so that you can just be. Anyhow, he called you to excel. He says, I'll make you the head and never the tail. So therefore, in whatever you do, you need to actually put the effort to do to be the best. David never published his CV. David was in the bush playing harp wherever he was. He was in the bush busy writing the Psalms, writing the, the Lord is my shepherd. No one was there to listen to our plot to him. Even David when he was taking care of the sheep, he learned how to use a sling. He made the sling on his own and he started doing target practice, hitting the trees, hitting the stones, hitting whatever, to the point that when an animal, a bear and a lion attacked his father's sheep, he was able to defend. Therefore, David was responsible. If you become responsible for the little that you have, if you manage it so well, promotion is your portion. Promotion only comes when you do so well in the little places that you are. Listen, if you are faithful in little, much more will be given to you. Stop wanting and crying for more when you're failing to use what God has already given you. Some of us have got so many opportunities afforded to us, yet we do not make use of it. Opportunity dances with those who are already on the dance floor. Stop waiting for the world to bring about what you want. You have to be the change that you want to see in the world. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. David was soon forgotten in the bush with the sheep, yet his gift made room for him. A letter, a messenger was sent to his father. Jesse, I need your son David to come to the palace. When the brothers who thought were favored and loved were nowhere to be seen, David saw himself in the king's palace simply because he could play music. Simply because he was seen. Your character is the one that sells you more than anything else. You have to have a good character. For a good name is better than fine gold and silver. That's what the book of Proverbs says. Your name is more important. You are a brand on your own. 
let your brand, let your name, let yourself be known for excellence. Your company, your ministry, your business, whatever it is you do, it should be known that surely this was, say, Brian Cog or this was whoever. They should see that classical touch of excellence that says, surely the, someone else did this. It can only be who? It can only be you. No one does this work so well like this person. And surely promotion will be your, your portion. Surely you'll be uplifted. If a man be diligent in whatever he does, he shall stand before kings in honor. So David, skillful musician, a brave warrior, one who was wise and prudent in matters, who was very handsome and the Lord was with him. What is your CV? What is your biography? When people talk of you without you being around, do they talk of good about you or it's only bad? You have to change. You have to change. Whatever you say speaks so low compared to who you are. Most of us are trying to say we are something else when our lives speak of a different person. We have to stop pretending. We have to be, we have to be known by our word. We have to be people who do what we say we do. We have to be known for truthful, for being kind, for being loving, for being cheerful. We have to know it's not enough to be a child of God. Your life should preach the gospel. And whatever your hands finds to do, do with all your might as if you're doing for the Lord. Those who diligently search for the Lord, he shall be found by them. The God is looking for those who are diligent, those who are sincere, those who are pure in heart and spirit, those who hunger and thirst for his righteousness. You have to hunger and thirst for greatness if you want to attain it. You have to want it badly. How badly do you want it? How badly do you want what you want? And you have been given the resources. Listen, we don't always have everything that we want, but we have everything we need in order to get what we want. David had a harp. He had a sling. He, wherever he was, he was writing, he was singing, he was speaking the psalms such that when the time came when they were looking for someone, they already had a CV, they already had a biograph of who David was and David was identified. The world will identify you for what you do and if you do it so well, the world will even come faster looking for you. <laughs> I, I I think about myself, how I started off. I remember as a young man, I always wanted to be in front of people. And at a certain point in time in my life, I thought I could sing. So one day I went in front of our high school and tried to sing. And I sang out my heart and I started crying. After the, sh after the, after the event... People came to me, some said you should never sing again, but others said you are a great singer and you have a great voice. I cried in front of everyone else because in my heart, I knew that I wanted to be in front of people and to speak and to make an impact into people's lives. And later on, after a few years, I, I started doing 30 seconds of motivation. What I would simply do was to post a video on my status, giving inspiration or motivation and hope, writing, saying out quotes of people so that people could be inspired. 
I was saying quotes like this, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is not our darkness that frightens us. It is our light. We ask ourselves, who am I to be intelligent? Who am I to be brave? Who am I to be wise? Who am I to be beautiful? Actually, who are you not to be? You are the child of the Most High God. You need to allow yourself to let your light shine. And as you set yourself free from the shackles of failure, of disappointment, you give others permission to do the same. I started off doing that and that opened doors for me to the point that I began to get platforms to speak. I went to high schools. I went to primary schools to the point that I've gone on interviews on radio. Are you listening to me on radio now? Because I've been working on my gift and my craft. I've been working on what God given me. I, you, you need to don't ask to underestimate the days of small beginnings. It may begin small, but the end shall be greater. Listen, work on what you have. You don't need to wait for 10,000 people to applaud you. I remember at certain point in time when I was called for an event and I had to go and practice. I had to go to the park and speak in the park, speaking to trees, pretending that the trees were clapping hands for me so that I could master my gift. When I come on the radio station, I take the time to prepare whatever. I don't just come and begin to speak, but I actually take the time. God has given you certain things. He has given you the ingredients, but you need to prepare the meal so that you can feed so many. You have what you need in order to get what you want. You have to be willing to do those things others are not willing to do in order to have those things others won't have in the future. You have to put in the sacrifice, the work. Jesus, being in the form of God, he humbled himself to die on the cross. And now God has given him a name above all names. That in the name mention of Jesus, every knee shall bow down, every tongue shall confess. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus had to put in the sacrifice for him to get where he is. God was willing to sacrifice his only son so that he could gain millions in salvation. So you have to think about what price are you willing to pay? You cannot enjoy the rise. Our bishop, Bishop Joshua N. Simeon, always says, you cannot enjoy the rise if you're not willing to pay the price. David paid the price. How many hours did David play the harp for him to become a master, for him to be well known for it? How many hours did David practice with his sling such that when he was given an opportunity to face Goliath, he knew that if I throw this one stone, it's going to hit Goliath on the forehead just at the right space. We only have little windows of opportunity, but if we are well prepared, we'll never miss our opportunity. The reason why many miss it is because we are not prepared. Mentally, we are not prepared. We have failed and we call ourselves failures. Yet, failure is simply one way of, of doing things that did not work. You need to find another way. I remember, I, I, we talk of the great inventor who invented the light bulb. He did 10,000, I'm, I'm not sure about 10,000 trials until he perfected the light bulb. And now we speak of electricity. Anyone can turn on a switch, but it wasn't like that. Do not despise how you start, but work on your craft, your gift, your calling. Work on what God has given you. Perfect it and master it. If 
a person be a street sweeper let him sweep the streets so well like Michelangelo played music let him do it so well that heaven and earth will bow down and say surely this was a good street sweeper who did this job so well david got an opportunity to come to the palace because he worked on his gift and calling he worked on what god had given him i don't know where you are today i don't know what your dream your vision your mission i don't know what you hope to achieve in this world but it is possible but you actually have to put in the work proverbs 22 verse 29 seest thou a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings it's about diligence do the do diligence in whatever you do focus on your work practice work on your mindset read the books do the work and you certainly become all that you hope to become this is your favorite transformational speaker at shalom fm shalom fm we believe in excellence and if we are not improving if we are not growing then we are simply dying what have you done have you become better than you were yesterday if you hope to have a better tomorrow make your effort today better than it was yesterday keep growing work on yourself do the work do those things others are not willing to do and you enjoy those things others won't enjoy in the future it's about putting in the effort putting in the work our whatsapp number is plus 27810269868 let us know let us know what you think and let us know how we can help you let us know how we can partner with you in prayer how we can partner in you in teaching in in doing all that we can because our duty on this earth is to help each other with our dreams we can never build rome on our own it takes a team it takes unity david never published himself as a musician or as a brave warrior or as handsome or as well spoken or as someone who the lord loved david was where he was but simply because someone else was in the palace when it was time for david for someone a musician to be looked for someone identified and marketed and sold david listen someone you need really need someone no man is an island you have to work well with the people that you are around with you don't know who will open the next door for you the very person you look down upon tomorrow will be your destiny helper love those around you love your neighbors as you love yourself david was well known for his character he was well known for whatever he did he did the very best and when it was time for him to be promoted he went from the bush from the forest from herding sheep and goats and cattle straight to the palace hmm. straight to the palace Someone in the palace is waiting for you to become good at what you've been given by God. Someone in this world is waiting for you. The world is waiting to applaud and to bow down to give you a place of honor, but you have to be diligent in all you do. You have to become better. You have to become the best. You have to become excellent. Work on your craft. Work on what God has given you. Press on toward the higher calling of the calling that God has called you for. Seest thou a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings 
Do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. My life is a testimony. I've stood on different platforms. I've spoken to different people. I have people who I never thought I would meet coming to me, asking me for advice. Simply why? I've began to work on what God has given me. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. Let no one despise you in your youth, even as a young person. It's not too early to start, neither is it too late to start. It's not over. Our bishop always says that it's not over until it's over. It's not over as long as your foot is still on top of the ground and not six feet under. It's not yet over, but you have to become excellent at what you do. Begin with with what you have in your hand and as you master that more will be given to you he who is faithful in little much more will be given to him every dream is possible your gift will make room for you the burden of the gift is the gift wants to come out the gift wants to make you shine yet in our own mind we call ourselves failures in our own mind we are afraid but if we actually take the time, if you say to yourself, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you begin to make the necessary steps, if you move one step, God will make three steps further. Do your part, do your very best and let God do the rest for you. God will give you the grace to move you as far as you've decided to go, to move you as far as you're willing to go. How far are you willing to go? What are you willing to pay for that which you want? Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and I ordained you, I called you, I set you apart to be a prophet to the nation. Each one of us is someone who has set apart for God. The world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God, but we will not stand in glory if we do not use what God has given us. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. We are not all called to be speakers. We are not all called to be singers. We are not all called to be business people. We are not all called to be. We all have to play our part. Play your part so well that the world will come only for that thing that is within you. David played the harp so well. And that is why he was able to come into the king's palace. Someone identified David in the forest playing the harp and said, this young man is so good at this. And when the king needed a good musician, David was the man they thought of. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but when you begin to work on what God has given you, the doors that will open to you will shock you. I say today, Work on your gift and your craft and the world will make room for you. Don't go away. Stay tuned to Shalom FM. This is Say Brian. Serving the body of Christ. You are listening to Shalom FM, Cape Town, where listening gives hope. How y'all doing this evening? How y'all doing this evening? Do y'all want that bounce? Do y'all want that bounce? I say, do y'all want that bounce? 
Welcome back to Shalom FM. This is your favorite transformational speaker, say Brian, Robert, Koga. And today we're on Proverbs 22, verse 29. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. And in the Amplified Version, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He shall stand in honor before kings. This is your number one Christian radio station, Shalom FM. And today we're talking about David. 
David, the young man who killed Goliath, the giant. You can kill your own giant, but you have to master the lion and the bears before you're able to kill your own giant. Work perfectly, work diligently. Do your part so well with the small that you are. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. David was soon forgotten in the forest. He was playing the harp. He was busy with the sling, hitting trees, hitting beds, doing all sort of practice, target practice. And yet when the time came, because of being a good musician, he found himself in the king's palace. That is in First Samuel 16 from verse 14 to 23. The king could not sleep and they wanted someone who was good, a good musician. And someone suggested David because they knew how gifted or how talented, they knew how good David was. But it's not enough to be gifted and talented. If you don't work on your craft, the world will soon overtake take you. You have to work with what God has given you. And I said it that success always leaves footsteps. And if you follow the footsteps, we will find our own success. Those we have made in this world have applied certain principles. They are hardworking. They are disciplined. They are focused. They are people who are visionaries. They are people who will not compromise on their beliefs. So even yourself as the child of God, who is a chosen royal general a chosen royal priesthood. God has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and he put a purpose within each and every person. The world is waiting for you. There's something that God invested in you that must come out. So you need to work on yourself. Listen, David, when they spoke of David, they said so many things about David. But because David worked on being a musician, when he was in the king's palace, he soon began to learn how to manage a kingdom. He was playing music, but as he was playing music, he was training and practicing how a kingdom is run. Listen, before you actually have the crown on your head, sometimes you have to carry someone else's crown. I like to think of Elisha. At a certain point in time, Elisha, all he did was to save his master Elijah. And when Elijah was taken to heaven by God, Elisha became the, one of the greatest prophets. So I don't know who you are. Do not despise the place where you are in. For in that place, that's your training ground. In that place, that is where you're supposed to learn how you manage your own kingdom. Listen, Moses, they, though being born a slave, he was taken into Pharaoh's house and he began to learn how the Egyptians speak. He began to learn the theories and the philosophies of the Egyptians. And when the time came for him to go back to Egypt as a deliverer for the nation of Israel, he knew the systems of the Egyptians. So are you learning the systems around you? Are you mastering the things that are around you such that when you grow, you're able to do well? You're able to do well. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. Many of us are waiting for a platform for 10,000 people to clap hands for us. Yet we do not even speak within our families. We do not even speak. We do not even put in the necessary effort in the little place. If you're given a duty, you do it dismally. You don't do your best. And you expect the world to give you the best. Listen, the world is tired of average. There are so many average people in this world. Simply because David became so good at playing the harp, the king found him and wanted him to be moved from just busy with the sheep 
to actually move to the palace. Your gift, your calling, what you have will make room for you. What you have, if you become diligent at what you do, you will stand before kings and great men in honor. You just need to do your best. Do your best and let God do the rest. It's not by might or by power, but it is by the Spirit of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Who strengthens us. Just believe it and know that the Spirit of God is waiting to help you. Jesus says, I will not leave you on your own, but I will send the Comforter who will remind you of everything that I have taught you. Are you reading the Word of God? Are you working on your mind? Are you working on your hands? Are you working on your gift? Are you working on what God has given you? Are you working on what God has given you? David, because he was playing music for the king, he soon learned how to manage the kingdom such that when he became king, he was known and is even up to today still known as one of the greatest kings that ever lived. Simply why he became the best at where he started off. Start where you are. Start where you are. Start with what you have. And as more is given to you, become disciplined. Handle your affairs well. Handle the affairs of other people well. And many will bring, will bring so much more to you. Listen, if you become so valuable beyond what you are paid for today, the world cannot do anything. It has to reciprocate and give you more because you have outgrown wherever you are. The reason why we are stuck where we are is we are not growing. But as you begin to grow, it's like a tree. A tree in a, a, tree in a seed, when it begins to grow, if it grows, grows, it's going to break out of that shell. The reason why some of us are stuck where we are is we are not growing out of the shell. We need to break forth. We need to break forth. Arise, arise, for your light shines. We have to arise from our slumber. We have to. God created us uniquely and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He invested something within us. And the world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. I am where I am today only by the grace of God. As you hear my voice today, I did not start like this. But I began working on my craft. And God made things happen for you. I've slaughtered my own Goliaths. But I had to go pass through the jungles, the lions and the bears. Work on your craft. Work on what God has given you. And you will be the best. You will be the best. If you become diligent, if you become experienced, if you become skillful at what you do, the world will make room for you. You will stand before kings and great men. That's Proverbs 22 verse 29. This is your favorite transformational speaker, say Brian on Shalom FM. Send us a WhatsApp plus 2781-026-9868. Stay tuned for more amazing programs. See you again next time. Arise and shine for your light has come. Stay tuned for Brunch Time Motivational Talk Show only on Shalom FM.